Welcome to Figuring It Out with Grace and Kaylee. Together, they're on a journey to explore the interconnectedness of mind, body, and spirit as they unravel the secrets to living a vibrant and balanced life. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to Figuring It Out with Grace and Kaylee. Thank you for being with us. And um, we're going to talk about something that's really uncomfortable today. Something that I deal with probably on the daily. And that is rejection. Now, why the fuck are we talking about rejection? I love when you said that word. I literally got chills all over my body. Like it's not one that gives us, you know, the warm feel good fuzzies. But before I decide to why I'm gifting, because this is a gift, Mm -hmm. rejection is a gift. I'm gifting everyone this episode. Um, I was curious, Kaylee, what was your first memory you had with rejection? Okay, so I grew up. Feel like I say this a lot, or maybe that's just because I just said it, and then Grace's dog started barking, and so we had to record. But I feel like I was rejected a lot growing up. I always was like the best friend, so rejection from the cute boys, like the popular cute boys. And it's not that I put myself out there. I'm glad we're having this therapy session. Mm-hmm. It's not that I put myself out there. It's that. Everyone of the cute boys that I had a crush on always liked my best friend or my friend or whatever. Grace being one of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here we are. I feel like though I I don't think that's entirely true, but I'm not going to negate your feelings or your memories or your perception because that's <laughs> not what a good friend or therapist would do. Um, but thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that with us. I think if anything that humanizes the fact that we all experience rejection. We have since we were wee little babies, okay? You were rejected from your friends at the the playground group. I remember my first memory of rejection was on the playground trying to play four square with some friends in elementary school. And they wouldn't let me play with them because – I was too aggressive and competitive. So they told me they would like throw the ball out of the court and tell me to go get it. And they would try and throw it really far. So it would take a long time for me to go back. Did you fall for it? Yeah, I did it like three times. And then I... <laughs> okay. So anyway, I chose, I chose the topic of rejection because – I was browsing online and a lot of good motivational content was coming up around why rejection is good for you. And of course, when I see something that triggers me, I'm like, I have to learn more. What what does this mean? Rejection is good for me. What do you think of initial bat? Like, what is it that you think that people are trying to imply when they say rejection is good for you? So coming from like now where I'm at and being able to be thankful for all of like the lessons I've learned in life. And like, I'm thankful for the hard times, the rejection. That's, I mean, that's what it means. It means you go through shit because you come out stronger. Totally. And so like mentally, that's something that we can accept or like work towards or try and gain resilience. So there are things to come from it. But what if I were to tell you that scientists studied 
the neurological responses that we had or we experienced when we were in a social situation and were rejected. And what if I were to tell you that the responses that we have in the body are the same or similar as when we experience physical pain? So as far as your brain is concerned, a broken heart, depending on how tragic you're feeling, it could literally feel like you someone just took a bat and beat your arm. It is the brain is sending wave signals through your body that's like SOS, this shit hurts. Mm-hmm. Not only does it hurt, scientists took it as far as providing people like in a tested control group versus a placebo group, just ibuprofen, like Tylenol to like help treat their emotional pain and found success with that. Bananas. Okay. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty interesting. I'm into it. Social rejection. So we know that social rejection increases anger, anxiety, depression, jealousy, sadness, and it decreases performance on difficult like intellectual tasks. It can contribute to aggression and poor impulse control. So basically when we're rejected, we just become the most like animalistic version of ourselves. I often think when I started doing the research on this, you remember in Mean Girls when they have that scene in the cafeteria that they relate or Lindsay Lohan's character, Katie Herring, Okay. Yeah, Katie. She relates mm-hmm. to the watering hole in Africa and it's like the animals and all of the mm-hmm. actors are actually yeah. in. So this is what I think of when people experience rejection, right? And it makes me for some reason it comes up as when the big egotistical kind of asshole dudes get rejected like at bars or something like that they're not used to that feeling how ugly they can be I don't know why it makes me think of that but that's like the first thing I thought of whenever I it's physical pain that some people aren't used to like whether that be because they're like super attractive or like whatever it may be and then once it hits you it's like oh Hi. You're totally catching what I'm throwing because another thing that I was super interested in trying to understand rejection around was men's culture around like you see on these like essentially I hate women groups like when men are rejected and then they go online and they create these like Reddit threads or like group, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's really like they become very violent and aggressive towards women. And then they just perpetuate each other. And then there's acts of violence against women. It's like a lot of the times when we see like violence against women go wrong, it starts with people lashing out and sharing their experiences online. And so it's people that have gotten all of this rejection and now they're just like retaliating, which is like fucking terrifying. But I wanted to understand, you know, what is our obsession with belonging, right? Because that's what rejection is the antithesis of of belonging. So, you know, we're back in the old days and we were fucking pilgrims (laughs) in the greats of America. We had to rely on each other to survive. Mm -hmm. So literally from the beginning of time, we've been a part of a community. We've needed community in order to function. And what's kind of wild is now you can be isolated for long periods of time and not see or make physical contact with anyone. Like I've, I've easily gone a week without seeing another human outside of my partner. 
But the difference now is we literally talk to whoever we want at any time. We see everyone on Instagram. They're making videos. They have live reels. It's like we're together all the time. And another thing that it made me think of is in the blue zones, we researched that community was one of the top connectors for people who are living over the age of 100. So it makes sense that we are programmed to actually feel pain because we are not meant to be alone. We are meant to always be together. And it's telling us, no, this is wrong. You're trying to survive. You need people. You need people. And we feel that sense of needing people. And I think when we use the tools that we have, like the social media, being connected, as long as you're feeling like a part of or included in the community or feeling belonging, then that can serve you. But if you're just like sitting on the sidelines and watching someone's Instagram feed go by and you're not actually like engaging or laughing with someone, that can still feel pretty fucking isolating, you know? And that just contributes to jealousy, anger, and all the other emotions that goes with feeling isolated and rejected. Mm-hmm. So I I think that I was trying to think about like pet peeves I've had about like ways that I feel rejected, not on a grand scale, not like someone being like, Grace, you're not one in here. You can't play with us. But like mm-hmm. little things that people could do that like make me feel rejected in the day to day and notice if like I start to feel angry or get like all riled up from it. Okay. So I started with my pet peeve, which is I hate, like loathe if I'm talking to someone and they won't make fucking eye contact with me when I'm speaking to them. I think it is so motherfucking rude. I will pop off in any situation on any occasion to educate that person why they're being a total dick wad, okay? Well, scientists – (laughs) scientists have found that most people can recover almost immediately from like these small brief stings. So like Mm -hmm. that instant of me being rejected, I should be able to bounce back because I'm already a resilient person. I I work on myself. So it shouldn't be anything like long lasting. But if it's someone like not inviting me to a party that I know about or someone turning down, like turning me down for a date, which of course would like never happen, but like let's pretend it did. You know, that would cause these like lingering emotions. And then the lingering emotions is what builds up to these like big, big emotions that people need like massive amounts of expensive therapy for. Right. So I have a good example. I recently was feeling rejected by family members. And it was whenever I was on my health kick, I completely changed my lifestyle. And for the longest time, I just felt like, it was what's wrong with me, but I think it was more, not that something's wrong with them, but I think it was more so like their maybe issue. And so I had to really take myself out and stop feeling jealous and all those ugly feelings that, you know what, it sucks when you're not invited somewhere and everyone's there the FOMO is real, you know? And like, it's like, yeah, probably wouldn't have wanted to come, but it would have been nice to like turn down your invite. So with those emotions, I really was just working through for months and months. And I just came to the conclusion that like, it is what it is. There was a good reel going around Mel Robbins and she was saying, let them. 
let them do that. Let them be who they want. Treat, you know, treat, let them treat you how they want. Let them show you your true colors. I don't know the exact words, but it was basically just like, let them do what they're going to do. Because don't you want to know how these people are going to treat you? So you can say either, I see the boundaries of our relationship, or I choose not to continue this relationship, or X, Y, and Z. But like, let them reject you. Let it happen because it's not a you thing. It is what it is. There's people who want to do what you want to do. Yes. Oh, claps, snaps, you know, praise from the back and the front of the pews. <laughs> We're just loving it, bitch. Yes. And not only that, like, we are just not in – we are not people. And if you're listening, you're included in this because you're our best friend too. But mm-hmm. we are not people that chase things that don't chase us back. Mm-hmm. It's just – it's a waste of my time. It's a waste of your time. So we won't be doing that. And that can be incredibly painful. I mean you just referenced a, a situation with family. It's like you've got deep roots with these people. And there's, I'm not saying there's any bad blood, but it's just like – it doesn't mean it doesn't sting. And we were literally mm-hmm. just told that like it actually does physically hurt. Like your body yeah. – the receptors in your brain are going off saying, ouch, ouch, ouch. But I think then kind of what you hit on at the beginning of this episode is that there are things that we can practice mentally to help us reframe how we perceive, feel, and experience rejection. Your point starting with one. Why – would we ever want to control someone to accept us if that's not what they were intending on doing? And I say this in like the scope of a lot of the times it's relationships and God bless have Kaylee and I been through some experiences in relationships where I have not been the whole healed, amazing, beautiful version that I am now. It's like if you are putting yourself and your energy is saying, hello, I want you. I don't care how you treat me. I'm still grasping for you. Like you are only going to experience a more intensified version of that pain versus if you're sitting from a place where it's like, this person's not reaching for me. You know, yes, I want them. Yes, this hurts. But like, I'm not going to reach out to you if you're not reaching for me. And therefore, if that's the mantra you're taking through when it comes to your friendships and relationships, you're only reaching for people that are reaching back for you. And then guess Mm -hmm. what? You touch hands. Your hands meet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Basically, going for people who treat you well and ask how you're doing and want the best for you. And invite you, even though they know, like, I would invite Grace to my brunch I was having on a fucking Wednesday morning, even though she lives seven other hours from me. Yeah, yeah, like, I would still be like, hey, bitch, we're doing this. Like, I don't know, maybe you're feeling yeah. crazy. Like, it just feels good. And if you're not, if if it's a one-way fucking relationship, whatever kind of relationship it may be, you're fucking better than that shit. But anyways, I don't need to preach you because you know, bitch, you know. A hundred percent. And so that's in the kind of in the mindset of relationships. And then I think about it when it comes to opportunity and work. So 
I know especially now, like economy is crazy. We just went through several rounds of layoffs for like every industry has been hit. So there are a lot of people that are looking for new work opportunities or just opportunities in general to pursue their creative passions. And I know, and Kate, like we can speak to the fact it is a draining, soul-sucking experience to constantly be putting yourself out there and maybe getting an email back being like, Thank you so much for your interest in this company. At this time, we've reviewed your resume and we've decided that you're not the right fit. If you think about us in the future, we might think about you too. Stay in touch. XOXO, <laughs> HR department, for go fuck yourself. Like it is, it's pretty miserable. So yeah. I'm trying to reframe that for people in a sense that I listened to David Meltzer speak about time and he mentioned the fact that under the philosophy for every 100 no's you get, you get one fucking yes, okay? Yeah. That's some some basic math. It could be more, it could be less, but let's just like pretend that's that's a number. So sometimes seeking out opportunities is truly a numbers game. And for every no you get, if you think about it in the scale of 100, it's like, cool, I'm just that much closer to my yes. I'm just mm-hmm. that much closer to my yes. And so it makes like putting yourself out there and getting slapped a little bit easier because you know like in your core, something's coming though. I'm just I'm, – I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. And I have personally used that for the job that I'm currently in. I was like uh, needing – playing a numbers game, honestly, and not taking it personal because it you it's a system and it's kind yeah. of rigged. There's algorithms there. You're looking for keywords. It's not like, it's not like Susie Q and HR is genuinely sitting there and going through your resume. It's typically about who you know. There's so many other factors. So like, I think when it comes to looking for opportunity, accepting rejection as a stepping stone versus a setback is the only way you can look at it to thrive. Yeah. And in sales, so every phone call, every conversation is a no, but then you keep going and you'll get your yes and you'll get your yes and you'll get to prove, you know, your product or yourself or whatever may be you're selling. So yeah, I agree with that. Every no is going to be a fucking yes. Just keep going. The worst thing you can do in fitness and life and everything is fucking quit on yourself because you're going to get there. It's going to be a lot of ups and downs constantly. That is the biggest thing I've learned is just understanding I'm going to fail a lot, trial and error, like losing all my weight and stuff. It didn't happen. Like, oh, yeah gaining muscle. It didn't happen easy. You're going to fail. You're going to get rejected. You're going to get hurt. It's just about keep going until you get that yes, until you get that goal. And you're going to want to fucking quit 700 billion kajillion times. But the rejection is what is going to make your reward feel that much better. We'll never meet a more badass human being than someone who has been told no over and over and over again. Because literally, if when you become numb and immune to no and mm-hmm. rejection, it's like nothing scares you anymore. You know, yeah. like you're kind of you live in a fearless state of like, 
okay, so what? Who cares? Move on, you know? Yeah. And I think that energy is really attractive because I do think that it it, it comes with a level of confidence and fearlessness that is energy that is infectious. And you're like, I, I want that. Like, I want some of that. Those are characteristics that I want to be. So I think when it comes to to if you're someone that you're in a place where you're trying to build your social community or you're trying to build opportunities around you, I think leading with a fearlessness of of fearlessness for rejection is a really good way to attract the people and the opportunities that you are looking for. Easier said than done, mm-hmm. but I think if you can make a mental note to practice it, I honestly, I think in out out in the wild at the watering hole, you'll notice a fucking difference, you know? Yeah, I agree. And it's scary. Like sometimes me and Grace come from fucking social anxiety. Like that's why we had to get hammered before parties. But we had alcohol problems. Yeah. And there's sometimes where you still get that feeling of when you're walking into a group of girls, or maybe you're going to like a networking or something of that fear of rejection, but just know we're, they're all probably feeling it too. And what's the worst that can happen? They say you're a fucking weirdo. And then that's a hilarious story for you and your friends later on. So just fucking do it. Fuck everyone who doesn't believe in you, believe in yourself because I've been rejected a lot, okay? And I finally found, you know, in, in love. And I found a really good husband so far. You know, so far we're okay, so. <laughs> we're I, totally, I totally agree. And I think, like, too, some, I was going to end this episode with some tips and tricks that we used to, like, overcome rejection. And that, yeah. honestly, the one you just mentioned is my favorite because if there are moments where I'm about to walk into a social situation and I'm experiencing fear, you can bet your fucking ass I'm calling Kaylee and she's going to give me a five-minute pep talk. It's going to be like, yeah. you're fucking amazing. And if they don't see that, it's their loss. You walk in there and you fucking shine. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and, then- and even with rejection on our podcast, like we have to be, you know, y'all know everything about us like me and grace pour it out on here and that's a lot that is a lot for us but we fucking love it and we're gonna keep going and we're gonna fucking get where we want to get and that's our vulnerable rejection even social media like sometimes man i had the best photo shoot and not always am I like so confident to post my pictures because I'm a mom and I you know all of these hater voices come in my head and then when I click that share button I'm like bitch fuck you and I feel really good and sometimes I go to my pictures and I just look at my bod and I say yes girl (laughs) yeah you fucking do because you are hot fuck Fuck them I agree I agree. Just do it. I was talking to a friend who told me that her therapist prescribed her rejection therapy. So she's dating and she's she's not successful, not to her own fault. I just think it's the place that she's at and the type of Peter Pan man that lived there. But oh no, her therapist was telling her that she needs to practice putting herself out there and getting rejected because it's going to make dating easier for her, like to not care so much what people think. Because I think a lot of the times because of our egos, which you just hit on, we even if we don't really care for another person, maybe a friend or a romantic partner, we like care about what they think about us, even if we have no interest 
interest in pursuing a friendship or a romantic relationship with that person, which is like so fucked, but part mm-hmm. of our wiring. And we yeah, mentioned at the is. beginning it's of this episode. So normal. It's so it's- normal. So her therapist was telling her that if she were to start practicing just going up to strangers at, you know, restaurants, bars, whatever, striking up conversation, letting it last for however long it does, that that would be good for her. And she took her homework assignment very seriously. Unfortunately, she's someone, she's someone that can laugh at herself because as Kaylee said, even when those moments crash and fucking burn there is nothing like sitting with a friend and laughing about it after because you're human and we're human and we all experience it it's like you we can't be so egotistical to think that we are alone in this moment like no one else knows what this rejection feels like like everyone does so yeah if you can practice that and laugh at yourself and that's something that i've I started doing when it comes to making new friends in a new city. Like I live in a brand new fucking place. I'm about to turn 30 friendship pools, women. It looks a lot different and it's really challenging to put yourself out there and to meet quality people that you want in your life. Conversation was to challenge you to change your mindset around rejection. So if you've been sitting there thinking about like, oh, there's this person that I want to reach out to. Maybe you're not sure what terms you stand on or there's this networking opportunity I want to join, but like I'm scared to go to something new or there's this man or woman or they, they, them that I want to like, you know, ask out, but like, I'm scared they won't want to come to coffee with me. This is your homework assignment. Your challenge is to put yourself out there and just try it and accept whatever the outcome is, because I promise you have no control over it either way. And it's going to feel bad. And then it's going to feel good. Just like yeah. everything good for us. Just like yeah, working out. Exactly. Just like really getting in the cult. Like everything is uncomfortable before it is good for us. And before you do anything, turn on the artist, Baby Tate. She has a song called I Am. And it is the best pump up song ever. And I 10 out of 10 yeah. recommend it. Okay. I love that. On that note, thank you for joining us this week and talking about rejection. It's not fun, but we're here for you. We love you guys. And we will see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Figuring It Out with Grace and Kaylee podcast. You're officially one step closer to becoming your best self. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode and share it with someone who needs to hear it. For more information or to connect with your hosts, check them out on social media at Figuring It Out GK Podcast. We'll see you next time.